back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back on the block here on 93.7 The Ticket as we are getting you ready for uh, for a good night of, of Nebraska basketball. We just talked about that. Um, and it's certainly an interesting game for the Huskers taking on Northwestern tonight on BTN 7 o'clock. We'll have the post-game show for that. But uh, we've talked plenty of Huskers, uh, although there's one more message on the text line. I want to check that real quick. Uh, <laughs> Kent Lincoln says, kudos to you guys for doing post-games after these nightmares should get free beer through the broadcasts. Yeah, maybe that's not a bad idea. I'll talk to DP about maybe doing a drunk broadcast one of these days. Maybe maybe the final game of the season. Thirsty Thursday's got to be thirsty every day on, <laughs> on the show sometimes for us. <laughs> that's right. I'm not sure if that would help with the anger that we have after the game or that would make yeah. it worse. I'm not sure. But it helped minimize it. At least I'll feel a lot better. I might have a smile on my face at least <laughs> after that. After that, watching those. Was, uh, sometimes watching those games, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Oh yeah, I might need a drink. No, that, no, seriously. Sometimes I, when I, when I get done with the show, box, sometimes I have to go and sit at a little bar and have a glass. <laughs> if I'm going to sleep good, yeah. I need to go have a drink. I'm, I'm like, let me go get some wine because I let me get out the house first <laughs> because I might throw something. I got, I got, I got pictures and um, of myself, and I got. You know, stuff on yeah, uh, my jerseys on the wall. I feel like I want to break it sometime. Like, dang. <laughs> you know, I have trouble sometimes wearing my Husker gear. I got Husker gear all over the place. I'm like, man, what? And people question me all the time. What's up with them Huskers? They're terrible. What can I say? You know? <laughs> Do people ask you about okay. the, the basketball team or they just pile on the football team? Oh, I, they, they, you, you want to know what they really say? They say, do they have a basketball team? Yeah. They really tell me that I've sometimes. Heard that I'm before, like, yeah. dang, is that that bad? And then I have to tell them, no, we actually used to be good. Yeah. Oh, you went there? Do they have a basketball team? I was like, yeah, we actually used to be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't say that now, but. <laughs> like, I went you know, there, yeah. Is, but yeah, football gets reamed on, too. And then, especially here in Florida, I, I get I get to go at Florida people sometimes. I'm like, look, no, don't, don't get it twisted. When I was there. We blasted y'all. Yeah, you know when I was there, we drubbed y'all. I get to do that sometimes, so I, that, that's the good thing about I get to bring that up sometimes. Yeah, well, then then the other thing, if you run into maybe Florida Gators fans can talk a little trash lately, but if you run into like Florida State Seminole fans or Miami Hurricane fans, they're in the same boat as we are. They just want to go back to the nineties. Mm. <laughs> We're like, hey, there's a they fellow go back. Quick. Yeah, there's a fellow brother that <laughs> understands how cool the nineties were. <laughs> But no, here's the crazy dynamic with that, Bach, before we get into this uh, this next topic, is some of the other colleges here are outperforming the doggone big schools. Oh, yeah. So your Central Floridas and, you know, and then your Florida Atlantics and, you know, some of these other teams, they're, they're getting some of the better team, uh, 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 kids now yeah. it's so much more parody and and it's like it doesn't have the same prestige that it used to have and i think that's what's happening in nebraska too yeah it, if, if Creighton had a football team they might be good right now <laughs> oh, don't give that's crazy don't ball. give anybody any ideas at least let's keep nebraska as the central focus <laughs> the huskers i should say of nebraska of course like, like you said in, in in basketball uh man it, it would be it, it'd be it's, it's hard to imagine i mean um 
you know, teams not, you know, guys starting to look a different direction. I mean, it, if I got an off, if I'm even an in-state kid that got an offer from Nebraska right now and I have other offers, you know, it, it's not a stable program right now. And, and there's, you know, especially with what they've been selling, it's not translating to the court. So, you know, sometimes I get frustrated about in-state recruits and kids um, not choosing Nebraska and, whether it's basketball or football as of late, I go, well, I, I kind of understand <laughs> if you want to go play, uh, you know, if somebody has a sales pitch that here's the guy, here's here's where we finished in the top 25 last year, and here's the guys we sent to the league, then you go, well, I mean, that's a pretty good sales pitch compared uh, to what Nebraska can put together as of late. Uh, but I did want to jump into the Aaron Rodgers situation. Um, it was uh, very interesting um, as he, he got all into his feels, I guess, the other night on Instagram. Um uh, tweeting uh, out this very lengthy, or not tweeting it out, it's Instagram, uh, this very lengthy post, though, thanking Shayna Woodley. First of all, breaking news for those that care, Shayna Woodley and Aaron Rodgers apparently are not um, broken up, and if they are, it's even it's even more weird because he is saying that he loves her and all this stuff. Um, but then he just went down the line. It was almost like a, it, it felt like, to me, kind of like a so long type of Green Bay. I mean, he was, he's talking to Jordan Love, the quarterback room, the offensive line. I mean, he's putting out this, this whole list of like, thanks for this, you know, to, to, to my past and current teammates. Uh, you know, thanks for, you know, it was just this whole very, very cryptic, very cryptic type of Instagram posts. And, and then he included pictures with all the, the guys he was talking about. Uh, ended up uh, with a little, you know, one of these uh, graphics as well that says, uh, gratitude is the wine for the soul. Go on, get drunk. Um, he's he's at he's at this point debating and contemplating returning altogether. And if he does, where will it be? Because his contract um, would would really hinder Green Bay as they look at what they're going to do with Devontae Adams. Maybe you have a franchise tag there. So the idea for for him for a lot of people is he's going to have to restructure that contract if he's going to play. Uh, at the frozen tundra for the, the Packers once again at Lambeau, um, or is he is he going to demand a trade? I mean, things have been on you know been rocky there between management and Rodgers for years. Of course, Jordan Love the, the 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 drafting of him a few years ago certainly didn't help that out. But for what it's worth, Rodgers says this offseason it's been very good. You know, him and his relationship with with Green Bay and the in uh, the front office there. So maybe gives you a glimmer of hope for me. I've I've been through this enough that I until I see it officially, I believe that Rodgers will play with the Packers again because he's always, you know, they they've always have these butting of heads and and right now, it's not a butting of heads. It's more of like a peaceful, so long type of feel to that that statement. Is that kind of what you read from it? Well, it was very cryptic. But one of the crazy things that I saw, or and that I understand about now, is that people are more overt. Let me. They're not as overt. They're more covert in how they pursue these types of methods, right, to gain the leverage that they're looking for. You know, you're seeing it. They, they they share it more through social media or they share it through the news or they throw a little like cryptic talk out there on their Twitter or they're on their Instagram, similar to what they did. Right. So so the cryptic part of it is that Aaron Rodgers normally stands in between Devontae Adams and uh, or, or, uh, Cobb mm-hmm. on every game. So then he all of a sudden po- posts a picture of Adams and Cobb, but no Aaron Rodgers. You know, so it's these kind of things. I think it's a way for them to create leverage, you know, to get whoever it is that they need to get an ear to, to hear the word without them going in. Because here's what what, um, brass, top brass do these days, 
is they turn the narrative and they'll shift it back to the player and they'll recreate the narrative that basically puts the pressure not off of them, it takes it off of them and puts it back on the player. So the players are trying to use these other methods in which to do that. We saw that with James Harden. We see that with all types of players now that that's the method that they're using. Even Tom Brady, Tom Brady even right now is using it in a, in a, in a, in a seductive way to create leverage to get them to make a move. You know, he's not going to go out and say, yo, I'm out. You need it because you don't want, you don't want the fans, the people to be looking at you like you're a sellout or you sold the team out. They see what happened to LeBron James. Mm-hmm. LeBron James went out there on freaking uh, created this whole system on ESPN. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. And he got jerseys burned and everybody <laughs> hated him the whole time. He was, so people saw that stuff, don't think they didn't. And at that point, they're trying to figure out a way to do it more subtly as opposed to just being more brazen about it. Well, I think that that's a, that's a good point too, especially because the 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 idea is again is, is if he's going to stay in Green Bay, he's going to have to restructure his contract. So he's probably, I mean, at this point, uh, in talks with the, the Green Bay Brass to do that, and he's making it very clear, and he has that he's not holding the franchise hostage. He's not going to sit around and wait all off season to try to get this done. If he wants, because if he wants to stay in Green Bay, right. he wants them to have their best opportunity to put the, put this team together for an opportunity to win next year around him. So a decision appears like it will come before the start of the new league uh, and and the official start of free agency, which is on March 16th. So less than a month away, we should know whether Aaron Rodgers will be with the Packers or not. But he, I, I think maybe it is something where he's talking to them and they're not quite coming, you know, like maybe not taking him quite as seriously. And now he's he's putting it out there in the public. Hey, I want this done. And so maybe my demand, you know, secretly, maybe he's not saying, uh, and so my demands need to be met right here. If you, if you're going to put a percentage on it, what percentage do you think at this point right now that Aaron Rodgers returned to green Bay? Uh, I would put it at, uh, <laughs> I'd probably put it like 65%. I feel pretty confident about 65%. It. Yeah. I would say if he, if they don't, if they're not even, if one, if, if you don't see Devonte Adams return, I venture to say he either retires or or he's going to put pressure on them to move him. Yeah. Uh, that's a that's number one. Um, I know they were trying to hire his first coach. Um, my, his name is eluding me right now, but they're, the the Green Bay's trying to figure out a way to do it real sneakily on their side to hire his first uh, quarterback coach hmm. to bring him back. I think they might even hire him. I just his name I think they just did. Dropped. Yeah, I just, I just thought about. It. So I know they're trying to do that to give him a little bit more peace being, you know, that uh, hatchet hatchet left. You know what I mean? So those are some things that they're trying to do to mitigate it. But is it enough? I put it at about 50 percent. Yeah, I think it's about 50%. (laughs) It certainly feels that way. And off the text line, people, you know, people do get kind of tired of this. Corey says if Rodgers doesn't leave the Packers this offense uh, or this offseason, he needs to keep his trap shut once and for all. And another texter said this act is tiresome. Um, So, I mean, people kind of get tired of this back and forth with the the Packers and Rodgers. And they said that, you know, Rodgers has a high ego and it's hard to work with. And, And certainly we've seen that. But again, if you're the Packers, you're, I mean, you did this to Brett Favre. You pushed him out of town. Then you go and draft Jordan Love. I don't, I don't blame at all Rodgers for not, you know, 
not having to look over his shoulder and think, you know, who can I trust around the organization when you, I mean, he had, at, you knew he had five years. I mean, he's practically in his prime, still had five years left um, of like top shelf play in the league. And he's done that now back to back MVPs. You could have figured that that sort of thing was coming with the level he's playing and you go out and get and draft a backup and trade picks to get there in the first round. It just didn't make any sense to me. Especially, I mean, unless they see a Jordan Love don't is the next players don't. Bob, don't think that players don't they they don't think look at that as a as a slight or a slight. Oh, yeah. You know, same thing happened with Brady. I don't think Belichick and Brady's relationship. I don't even think it ever recovered. I think they were mutually just chasing the same goal, which was that big trophy that Lombardi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think they were just chasing that. And that's what made them kind of be able to get along. I still think from the depths of my heart that that still irks Brady to this day that they did that. Basically, they said, you're washed. And then he comes back and shows and proves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he, and I, again, I, I'm dumbfounded by, by the fact that the whole league basically just said, well, yeah, probably, you know, just because he's getting up there in age. I get it. Like he's he's a unicorn. But he's the goat unicorn. I mean, so I, I think, you know, even if it's n- for nothing else, if it massively fails, you, you, you fails ha- having brought in the greatest of all time, and at least you're selling tickets. So I, I just don't understand how so many for, teams said, I'm going to pass on Tom Brady. For me, for me, he he, he should have retired a, a Patriot. Yeah. But we got to go. We, we up against it. Time runs on. I hope we'll be able to know soon. March is right around the corner. That's when stuff is going to really get hot when you get into the draft. So at this point, we're going to come back hitting hardwood. We'll finish up on the block, and then hopefully we'll see you again tomorrow. But we got one more segment. We'll be right back after this. 